Welcome, folks, to week 10 of our PA High School Football Report podcast. I'm Nebbia Saez here with my high school sports editor, Brian Lender. Brian, we're officially done with the regular season of high school football here in the mid-pen. Talk to us. Yeah, man, you know, last week we ran through some some teams and, and top players who we thought could, you know, people want to see down the stretch here, and, and here we are. We're in the postseason now. Um, we have, you know, a handful of mid-pen teams who are in this thing still. Um, and this week we got a we got a guy, you know, Bishop McDevitt. They're mm-hmm. on by this week, but you know, they got state championship aspirations. And we got one of their top guys, right? Coming in, Mario Easterly, right? Yeah. Uh, you've seen him play. What do you think I, about Mario? I saw him play a couple times, but Mario is a dog, man. Mario, he's one kid who knows how to run a route and put the ball in his hand. You put the ball in his hand. I love watching that combination between him and freshman quarterback Stone Saunders. I feel like they have a great connection. Wish they could have had more time together. Feel like they could have done a lot more. But, you know, Stone is definitely someone who's going to put on for McDevitt for years to come. And Mario is just going to be special wherever he, you know, goes. I mean, Old Dominion is up next for him, and we'll see how he goes from there. Yeah, they got him uh, committed as a safety, and he's talented there. I think he can play receiver, too, at the next level if they need him to. So it'll be fun to see how he does. But before he gets there, yeah, got a few more games in McDevitt. Like like yeah. you said, you know, they're state title contenders. So let's get Mario in here, man, and 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 get him on get him on the horn and, and introduce people to him and uh, kind of tell his story and talk a little bit about McDevitt and what they got going on. Let's do it, Brian. Nebia Sias here with the high school sports editor Brian Linder. And this week, we have our very special guest, Mario Easterly. Mario, welcome to our podcast. Hey, appreciate it. Glad to be here. No doubt. Brian, want to get us started? Mario Easterly. So, you know, he's a guy, Nebby, I've been watching him for a while. And COVID's kind of kept me in the house, so I haven't got to work with him as much face-to-face as I have in the past. But Mario's a baller, man, and committed to Old Dominion to play safety. Still, still to play safety, Mario? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I think you're a pretty good wide receiver, right? I even was – I do his player rankings. I was ranking him as a wide receiver. I think he could play wide receiver too, but, you know, we'll see. It's pretty, pretty good safety too. But. Yeah, we, we, we'll see when I get there. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. Having yeah. A pretty, it could always change, the, so. Having a pretty good year in the mid-pen. You guys are on by this week. Yeah. Um, getting ready for the playoffs, man. And uh, so, first, man, just to, 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 to kind of get started with this, Bishop McDevitt, man, you guys start out the season – that was a tough LaSalle team. I mean, that's a team to beat St. Joe's. 21 and nothing. You had a couple of nice catches in that game. There's probably some opportunities for you guys. Um, and then after that, you're going to run. Um, and here you guys are, and I know you're feeling good. You've got weapons. You look around the offense. It's you. There's Camille Foster, um, you know, Rico Scott, and Stone Saunders at quarterback slinging around, and Marquise and Sincere Bowers, on and on and on, right? How you guys feeling, man? How, how confident is the Bishop McDevitt team and, and, and how are things really going in the playoffs for you guys? We're on a roll. I mean, this is our this is our statement year. We wanna we wanna make a statement around the around the state. So I mean, with all the talent we have, we know we have a good shot. So we're just trying to put it together and really see see what we can do. So like Brian mentioned, Mario, you're having, you know, one tough season. I mean, last year you had 34 catches, 464 yards. Um, but this year, you know, you have 32 catches, 10 touchdowns, you know, 672 receiving yards on top of 785 all-purpose yards. I mean, what's what's been what's been the ignition for you this season? Like, what's what's been your goal, and how is it all unraveling? 
I just, I feel like I'm an underdog. Nobody really, I mean, people know me, but I'm not really that high ranked guy. Like I'm not getting all the, all the clout that everybody else is getting, but I feel like I can ball with anybody in the country. So this was my statement year. I just wanted to come out and show everybody what I can do. Like I've been doing it in the past, but it's my senior year. So I really wanted to go out with a bang. So that's really just my mind, my mindset. Weekend to be out is just do what I can do. Show everybody what I can do. So. Yeah. You know, when I, I do, like I said, I do these rankings. I don't consider them the gospel by any means. And I always tell everybody when you do anybody ranking anything, it's just an opinion at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, but when we look back at it and I broke it down, this Bishop McDevitt team was probably in the top, you know, seven or eight in the state as far as who I had in our rankings for college prospects, the number of guys. You guys got some ballers. And like, you know, you talk about Marquise Williams and him being electric and stuff, but. This Stone Saunders guy, right? I look at him as a freshman, see, see the way the ball comes out of his hand. This guy's special. What's it like playing with a guy like – I mean, I feel like if this kid continues his trajectory, I mean, he could be he could be an NFL guy. You hate to put that on a freshman. What's yeah. it like playing with that guy, and what have you seen from that kid, man? So coming in, like seeing him young, we were like – everything was up in the air. We didn't know what to expect. Like he was – he's a freshman. We didn't – we didn't really know what to expect. But then seeing him throughout the summer, still kind of iffy about it, and then starting the game, and he's just balling. Like, he's the truth. Like, sky's the limit for him. And I, I love the kid. Like, that's my man. So, no, like, he really – he has a lot of potential, and he's going to get better every year. So, we're going to have to Surprise you a little bit. Surprise yeah, you a little bit sure. when you get a freshman and the way the ball comes out of his hand, man. Yeah, for sure. I'm, he surprised everybody. I, I mean, there was a lot of people that they – they didn't know what was going to be like expected from being a young kid, but he surprised a lot of people. All these weapons, sincere Bowers, Marquise Williams, uh, you know, Camille, we taught Rico, and then you got a quarterback and go, what's, how fun is it to play in this offense? I mean, it's, it's hard to focus on one guy. And you guys got a pretty guard, pretty uh, daggone good line too. Yeah. Um, Gabe Arena and those guys. So I don't know. It's just like, I mean, we all got that, that home run mentality. We all can score like in one play. So, I mean, when whoever gets the ball, we know it's a touchdown every time. Like that's just how that's just how we play. It's like we're playing backyard football right now. So we just got to keep that same mindset going into the playoffs, and then see what we do after that. It's fun though. Nabi, I'm, I'm gonna let you talk. I know I'm I'm, I'm jumping all in here with these questions, but when I talked to Mario uh, Mario earlier in the year, one of the things I asked him, I asked him about that LaSalle game because I know you guys had high expectations going into it. There were missing two guys. 21 or nothing wasn't an outcome you wanted. But you told me that was also maybe a turning point for you guys because it kind of showed you guys where you needed to go, right? I mean, what did that game do for you guys? I mean, you said it. It showed us where we needed to go. Like, we were facing one of the best teams in the state, if not the best team in the state. And we know coming into the season, we, we had a great team. So we could, like, we're hoping to make a state run. So playing a good team like that really showed us where we were at at the time. So 21 nothing. We did a lot of good things, but also a lot of bad things. So we, we went to practice, fix what we had to fix. And then now I feel like if we played them now, it would be a different outcome. I truly believe that. So, And then we're missing Camille that game, which didn't help at all. So if we came back right now, I think it would be a different outcome. Mario, I mean, Brian mentioned that you played with a lot of great guys like Stone and Marquise who are going to be at McDevitt for – you know, a couple more years. Obviously, you've played at McDevitt yourself for a couple of seasons. 
this is probably one of the best seasons you're having since you've been there um, overall. I mean, this year is a statement year, like you mentioned, but talk to us about your, your duration throughout the program and what that experience has been like and your overall growth as a player. Yeah, so every year I came in as a freshman and I was playing with Nas and Tanias, two D1 receivers, great guys. Um, they showed me where I needed to be. They, they were dogs as seniors, and I was coming in as a freshman not knowing really what to expect or anything. And then playing beside them, it really showed me a lot. So they helped me, like, with the playbook and everything, showing what they can do, and then when I get older, what I'm going to do. So I don't know every year we always just play with good people. At practice, it's competing. Everybody's competing. And then it just showed us how to be dogs, and that's why we are a good team. So, And yeah. obviously, along with that, that good team that you have, you got a great coaching staff, too. I mean, talk to us a bit about your relationship with Coach Wechter and his vision for the team. I mean, I spoke to him after you guys demolished Lord Dolphin at Hershey Park Arena. Talk to me about, you know, the, the, the relationship you and him have and how it's grown over the years. Yeah. So our relationship is real good. Like, we're tight. We can talk about a lot of things. And um, we, all, we all like to joke around at practice, but he keeps us, he keeps us humble and he lets us know, like, hey, we had a lot of guys come through this program, go D1 and then go to the league. Like, you guys, you guys got a lot to prove. Like, you're good now, but that doesn't mean anything. So he keeps us humble. And he shows us where, where we can go, but we got to do the right things first. So it's a really good mentor toward, towards us. You know, one of the things we like to do is we like to, to leave these podcasts with people knowing who, more about the guys, just whether or not they're a football player, right? So tell us about you, my man. You know, if you're going to tell people who Mario East really is, what are you going to tell them? And, and how, where are you going to start at? Tell us, tell us who you are. All right, so I don't know. I'm, I'm just an athlete, man. Well, actually, no, I'm not even going to say that. I'm not just an athlete. I got I do good in school, but I also want to feel like everybody see I can play the game. But then I also play baseball, too. I'm a good play, baseball player. So I don't know. I'm just I'm just an overall athlete. I like working, working hard. Um, but I got a lot of ambition. My drive to be great is just unmatched. Like, it's just above all. So I don't know. I just... I got a good head. I, I don't know. It's not really much to say. I just strive for greatness. That's really it. Were you born and raised in Harrisburg area? Or? No, I was actually or? born in Maryland. And then I moved to York, Pennsylvania when I was like three. And then I went to school in York um, all the way up until my freshman year. I transferred to McDevitt. And then I still live in York now, but I drive to McDevitt every day to go to school. What part of Maryland are you from? I'm from Columbia. Okay, Howard County. Yeah. I went to school in yeah. there. Okay, yeah. How, so, about, how about those York guys, man? You close to any of those York guys over there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I talked to some guys from York High, Central. Um, I got some friends at Suburban. And then Kenny Johnson, who is now at uh, Dallas Town, he's having a real good season. So, yeah, I always work out with them. We run 707s in the offseason, like play 707 together. So that's a yeah, good relationship. Kenny, Kenny Johnson is a baller, Nebby. He's got a Penn State offer, and um, he was at uh, he was at Suburban until this year. Transferred over to Dallas Town for people that don't yeah. know. If you guys haven't seen Kenny Johnson, look him up. You matched up with him some yeah, one on one workouts, man. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we have. He still can't he's guard me, at- but I can guard him though. Oh, okay. All right, there you go. <laughs> When so he's like like he going he to challenge me. When he see it, he's going to I'm going to tag him in this. Jimmy <laughs> Johnson's going to get a tag. I hope he listens. Yeah. Brian, let me ask you this. Brian mentioned that you'll be 
going to Old Dominion and playing DB. You uh you mentioned uh that you like playing DB, but you play receiver at McDevitt as well, obviously. Which do you like playing better, offense or defense, and why? Um, this might hurt me. I I truly believe that I'm a receiver. I feel like I'm an offensive guy. Um, my dad played receiver at Maryland, so it's just in my blood. Like playing offense, scoring touchdowns is what I like to do. But everybody at a young age, a lot of people told me that I was going to end up being a defensive player because I'm real aggressive, and I just I don't know. But I just feel deep down in my heart that I'm a receiver. So we'll see what happens. Really, I don't have a problem with playing either one. But whatever whatever my path is, that's what I'll do. So, so your dad played receiver at Maryland? Yep. Yeah. I didn't know that. What's your dad's ago. name? Marty Easterly. Yeah. See, see, I'm going to talk to you a couple times now on the phone. You're supposed to tell us that stuff, man. Uh, <laughs> my bad. So, hey, now, what, what is he uh, – what's it like to have a, a dad who plays in college ball, man? He knows a lot. He, oh my gosh, he's so hard on me about everything, but it's like at a young age, I really didn't understand it, but now I get it completely why he's so hard on me. And it's because he wants to see me succeed. So he's been there. He's done that where I'm trying to go. So I just listen to him, take it in. Sometimes I don't like it, but I mean, that's what it's going to have to be. So I just listen to him. He, he teaches me a lot. He knows a lot about the game. So I just has listen. He told you, has he told you what it's like when you, you know, Step on, step on the field for that first college practice. Because you know these guys go from being your friend and your recruiter yeah. to you can get them fired. Or I always sure. I covered FCS programs for probably ten years, two different ones. Um, Tim Cook been in South Carolina State, uh, where the maniac Darius Slinter played. He was actually came along the year after I did. But they had some NFL guys, but it's funny to watch the freshmen come in because these same coaches who were their friends and recruiting them, all of a sudden they're like. This is a business. So what has yeah. he told you to expect, man, from the college game? I mean, he he's just like that. He tells me it's a business. There's a lot of money involved in everything. So every opportunity you get, you got to take advantage of it because at one moment it can be taken away from you. So, I mean, it's a business at the end of the day. So you just got to go in there and do what you do and just hope for the best. That's really it. Yeah, that's that's, that's valuable information right there. That's very valuable advice. Um, I mean, aside from Old Dominion, you had offers from places like Bowling Green, Buffalo, Yukon, Kent State. But I'm going to ask you, why why Old Dominion? It was simply the coaching staff. I wanted to go somewhere where I knew the coaches were going to – were showing the most love and really going to take care of me. So Old Dominion, I went down there, and they just treated me like family right away, like I was already on the team and all that. So – I don't know. I just I felt at home as soon as I got there. The coaches really showed a lot of interest in me, and you know they just got that who, uh, that whole new coaching staff. And I mean they they're building the next couple of years, so I don't know. It's it just seemed like a good fit at the time. I love the area, of Norfolk. It's a good place in Virginia, right by the beach. Just nice college place, like good place to be. So that's I actually I actually just got off the phone earlier today with Zach Coons. Who went to Camp Hill and is yeah. the leading receiver right now. He actually went to Penn State first and transferred. And he's having a really nice season. Um, and it's working out really well for him with Ricky Ronnie and, and that staff there. There's some local connections too. Michael Schuster, who was a Camp Hill quarterback, is an assistant there of uh, the lead the grad assistant. Yeah. 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 So Mario, I mean, you guys are having an amazing season at McDevitt. Obviously, you still have some unfinished business, but What's it like, that anticipation and that feeling, knowing you're transitioning for that next level? I mean, what's your mindset after, you know, you're done with the state tournament and the playoffs, moving on to your next stop? What's that, what's that mentally like for you? 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's mind rushing. Like last week was it really clicked into me that it was my last home regular season game, high school right. game. So, I mean, it's crazy to think about, but the four years flew by. So, it's it's good to not take anything for granted because those four years went by really fast. And I know next year I'll be somewhere else, starting a whole another four years. So I don't know. It's just I feel like McDevitt prepared me a lot for the future. Just gonna see how it goes, though. You talked about some of the guys you worked out with. You mentioned Kenny Johnson. Anybody? Where Where are you working out at? Uh, we usually work out at Suburban. Yeah. Okay. And then there's a, there's some other fields that we go to, just do one on one, some pickup seven oh seven, and then uh, there's a a seven oh seven team in York that a lot of guys play for. So we work out there at those practices and all that. What would you say some of your personal goals are for you preparing for the next level? And coming in as a freshman, I mean, what what are some of your goals for this, you know, top program you're about to be a part of? Um, I mean, it's hard to say it now since it's college, but I want to start as a freshman. I want to go in there and prove myself early, um, show them that I can be a difference maker even as a, as a, a young guy. So I'm not sure. I just want to I just want to play the game. I just want to do what I do and, and let everybody see. That's that's really the main goal. As your dad told you how difficult that is, man, to start as a freshman. Like, yeah. It's tough. It is tough. But that that's why your goals got to be big. Goals got to be big. Because, <laughs> you know, the thing about it is, is, like, everybody there was pretty much the best player on our high school team. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At any level of college. Mm -hmm. You know, on down to D3, a lot of the guys in D3, you know, the best player. I mean, that, that that's still – a lot of guys in D3 end up, you know, getting shots at the league. Look at Mountain Union. You're good yeah. enough. So it's tough, man. It's tough. So, well, so listen, this, this McDevitt team, man, you know, I know you guys are confident, right? And and I feel like you – I feel like you're like a seventh-year senior because I feel like I've been here five years and I feel like you've been playing DB or something out there, every, yeah. you know, every year since I've been there. But um, you guys, you know, last year you were undefeated. They get into playoffs, right? Um. And in the year before, you know, the last couple of years too, you had some 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 disappointments when you got there. Um, I was there when you guys went played Erie in Altoona, mm -hmm. and that didn't work out well. Yeah, you know, I know you're confident. What's going to separate this team? You think down the stretch here, and, and and really push you guys beyond where you've been before? I just think it needs to click for everybody at practice, and just know that this is not we're not playing these regular season like teams anymore it's going to be some dogs out there now it's going to be back to those like LaSalle type teams so we got to come in week in and week out and just know that this is not a, a regular old you mean any team that, that we played against in the regular season this is a really good team so at practice we just got to start focusing clicking and doing what we need to do to go out here and beat these teams it's, it's not going to be easy but I think we have the talent to do it all these years, man, all the good players you played with, the good teams you've been on, if everything goes perfectly, you got like, you know, four weeks left, five weeks left or whatever, mm -hmm. a month of high school football. How surreal is that to think about and say, have you thought about that? It's crazy. I, I really don't – I try not to think about it because I don't want it to go by too fast, but it does come across my mind sometimes, and it's crazy. It, it is crazy. So, I don't know, man. I just try and live it up while it's in the moment. Just trying to I mean, even if you win a state championship, going to be a few tears when you walk off that. Yeah, line. yeah, it'll be my last. Yep, yeah, it'll be it'll be a really surreal moment. So, what do you think about studying at college? 
uh, sports management. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. What, what, what got you into that? What got you interested in sports management? So, honestly, I'm not really sure. I, I wanted to do business, but then I was just thinking, I want to be in the sports. I just want to be involved in sports somehow. So, but my ultimate goal is to have an, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to make my own business. That's kind of like Spooky Nook. I want to have an indoor facility and just be around athletes, be able to do that kind of thing. Cause that's what I love to do. So if I'm going to have a job for the rest of my life, I want it to be something that I love doing. I don't want to have to sit at a desk in a suit and, and just not like it. So that's really my, my main goal. That's what I want to accomplish. So Let me ask you this, Mario, for those listening to this podcast across Pennsylvania and for the underclassmen who look up to you in the season that you're having over at McDevitt, what piece of advice would you leave for them? What motivational message would you leave? This is something we like to ask all of our athletes that come on. Just grind, really work, work as hard as you can. You can accomplish anything, but you got to work as hard as you can. It's it's not going to be easy. You're going to have your ups and downs, but at the end of the day, you got to keep working. So you might not be the first choice, but you got to make it your best choice. Like if a school comes out and they don't offer you right away or something like that, they're not, you're not there for first choice, but make it their best choice. So that's really the main thing. Show everybody what you can do and then they'll have no regrets. Well, look, man, <clears throat> it was awesome to get you on the podcast. We actually got him. Nebby, we got him last minute here. I just texted him and said, hey, up on the podcast he was like yeah so but man listen um showed out well man you've had a heck of a year just represented mcdevitt pretty darn well i think and yeah. um you know look we we don't we can't choose sides in the media and stuff like that but we don't mind a good story either so Definitely. you know you guys you guys maybe keep it going and and uh be fun to cover you guys here in the playoffs my man sure yeah that's the goal Yeah, Mario, thank you for joining us. And again, best of luck to you in the postseason. And man, go get them. Appreciate it, y'all. Thank you. All right, Brian, that was the 10th week of our PA High School Football Report podcast. We're done with the regular season here, getting ready for the playoffs. Mario Easterly, man, that was a great talk with him. How do you feel? I mean, listen, I mean, I think he represented Bishop and Debit really well. Like, we knew he was a great athlete. We knew he was a heck of a football player. Well smoked, well spoken, highly intelligent. Very. Um, you know, so you see the athletic upside, and then you see the just the personality and character upside, too, of what Old Dominion's getting. And obviously, with him being a key guy for a pretty talented McDevitt team, you can see why, you know, McDevitt maybe has a confidence that, They've, you know, they've had some good teams in the last few years here, but it's easy to understand why they, they might have a little bit more confidence this year um, with the playmakers they have and then to have veteran leadership like that kid in the locker room. has got to be really good feeling for those guys. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, I tip my hat to his parents, raised a fine young boy. Shout out to the coaching staff at McDevitt and led by Coach Wechter. They groomed up a very well uh, football player. And, uh, you know, kudos to him because he puts in the groundwork to become the player that he's become and eventually will continue to grow and become at Old Dominion and so on and so forth. They have a bye week this week, gives them some more time to prep and do some more scouting reports. But I feel like this is a team, like you said, that's a state title contender and can go far with the, 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 the foundation and the base that they have in Stone Saunders and Mario and Marquise Williams and guys like Riley Robel and guys that 
you know, just are gritty and put that work in. And I'm excited to see what this McDevitt team can do. Yep, definitely, man, definitely. And, uh, you know, they're one of the teams, man. They're, they're, they're fun to get out. If you haven't seen them, get out and check them out. Stone Saunders is, is, is maybe the top freshman in the state of Pennsylvania. Marquise Williams is uh, one of the top running backs in the state. Um, he's nationally ranked. Uh, their backup, Sincere Bowers, is really good. And Camille and on and on and on. Gabe Arena and Riley Rebell and Ryan Russo. Very talented team. They're fun to watch, man. So get out and check them out. Definitely. And uh, check out our last podcast because – there's a whole list of other teams too you might want to check out, guys. If you you know you get a, if you listen to us and you got a chance to go out there, but uh, you know until then, until tell them then. what to do, Nebby. Until then, make sure you stay tuned to PenLive.com. We got a lot of great games coming up this weekend, especially here in the mid pen. And subscribe for all of our exclusive content. See you next week, folks.